0: further ado! That's what the game's all about.
1: All of a sudden, you feel like you can't miss. I'm gonna leave it up there! You he couldn't man. make that if you tried that again. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. the floor, let's
2: go! the playoffs are here. Welcome to Buckets. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. I'm joined by my guys, Raheem Palmer, professional better, Brandon Anderson, NBA futures analyst. This is your NBA playoffs pre-first round, pre-play-in futures breakdown. So here's what we're doing this week on Buckets, for those of you that listen. Uh, on This episode for Monday, we're going to break down a futures perspective. This is like the broad thing. We're not doing series prices. We're not doing game prices for the play-in. We're breaking those down later. This is about like, let's look at the whole board and find where the value is. And we'll talk about whether we're going to bet it or if we want to bet it series by series to get you an indication on that. On Tuesday and Wednesday, you will have breakdowns of the play-in tournament games. We'll go in detail on those games. Workshop style. We'll get you props, sides, totals, everything you need to know about those games. On Wednesday night and Thursday night, you will have conference first round series previews. We'll do the East on Wednesday and the West on Thursday. You will have complete breakdowns of the series that are available to us. We will not have the one eights until Friday. We'll talk about those on Friday as kind of like a breakdown. We'll look at the those final play-in games and we'll give you an idea of how to bet those one eights in both scenarios. Lots of stuff coming for you on Action Network and the Action Network app. Download that sucker to Day. All right, let's just go ahead and start here. Let's start in the Eastern Conference, fellas. My big takeaway from what happened on Sunday as the Boston Celtics secure the number two seed via fifth tiebreaker. That was fun for me to have to figure out in my head uh, over the Milwaukee Bucks, who are in three. And then the Philadelphia 76ers slide into the four spot. My takeaway from this, swear to God, I Raheem, you're going to have to talk me out of this. I think I'm going to be betting Sixers here. I think I'm betting some Sixers futures. The Philadelphia 76ers right now DraftKings are plus 450 to win the Eastern Conference. I will probably be looking at finals matchups with Sixers and, oh, I don't know. Let's just take mm, the Suns. If we put those two together, we get the 10 to 1. You know I like those, those finals matchup ones. We can talk about the Toronto series when the time comes, but we can't kind of deny that the Sixers wound up getting a weaker first round opponent than potentially the Nets. They don't have to play the Bucs. It would have been nice to face the the Bulls for sure. And then if you're going to face somebody between Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Miami, you want Miami. That's just like objectively true. If I look at this, I think the best value right now is somebody out of the one, four, five combo.
1: Wow. Um. So basically your turnaround on the Sixers in terms of you seeing Bayou is based on their matchups and the fact that they don't have to face the Bucs in round two or the Celtics in round two. That's
2: basically where you're at. My feelings will change if the Nets lose the first play-in game to the Cavs. At that point, I'm going to be like, yikes, right? Because I don't want Sixers-Nets in round two. That's not a thing I want. I have trepidation about Miami here. I've been spouting this stat for months. Bam Adebayo is 7-3 and now, straight up in his career, versus Joel Embiid. But when I look at these matchups, you have two wildly inconsistent offenses in the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are 25th in half-court offense. 25th! Their bloggers talk constantly about how they can't shoot. Like, even if the Sixers six are the hell out of this, they still might win in seven. I think the series goes long because the Raptors will never die. But if I look at the whole board here at four and a half to one, it's basically, it's it's just like, all I want to do is get into the conference final and then I can hedge or, hedge or add, right? I can figure that out based on what yeah. the matchup is. But if, if, if the Nets win on Tuesday, we got Brooklyn with KD, the Bucks with Giannis, and the Celtics with Tatum and all those dudes, and they're all on the other side of the bracket. And the Sixers got to go through Fred VanVleet and Pascal Siakam and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Compared to the other side, I have to think there's value on the Sixers here.
1: I understand it, but I just think you're looking at it from a view of the Stars' view, as opposed to this is a team game. Like the Sixers still have to go through – Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and OG Ananobi without one of their best wing defenders for half the series. And I know we don't want to go too far in, into the series, but, and then you still have Glenn, and then you still have the way that James Harden is playing. And I mean, I, I'm sure you guys read my piece on the Sixers. James Harden, like he's, yeah, he's struggling right now. So it's bad. It's bad. Yep. I understand. I
2: think you make a great point. But I just, I just, I can't do it. So, yeah, I think here's the thing I've kind of gotten to with the Sixers, even with Harden struggles, is I, I look at it and I kind of go, okay, so Harden's not playing great, and maybe Harden's washed. Tyrese Maxey's not. Like, Tyrese is legitimately good. And what I think about a lot is how teams are going to defend them. And yeah. teams are still going to defend Harden like he's Harden. You can't just, like, leave him alone and dare him to yeah. shoot. That's not what you can do. So he's still going to be able to create offense, I think, for others. Um, Tybalt for sure in the games in Toronto, which there's a maximum of three, it's a problem. Honestly, Fred Van Vliet doesn't do a lot on ball. Like who, who is it that you need Tybalt for in this matchup? Like, yeah, it, 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 Fev's going to gonna, gonna FEV going to get offensive rebound three point attempts. That's, that's where he kills you. It's like, Oh, you got to stop on the Raptors. Oh, no, you didn't get the board up. Oh, there's Fran VanVleet B- Van Vliet open. And that's a three. I don't need Tybalt to hound Fred Van Vliet for, for 35 minutes i just need him to i just need him to be able to hang uh brandon we talked about this a little bit on friday about how like i was probably going to start leaning towards sixers if they wound up in the four spot when you look at the whole board uh you can either respond to my sixers point or you can go in a different direction i will i will give you the wheel to direct this
0: i'm gonna do both first of all sixers with with Thibel, I think it's more you want him out there as like the free safety. It's not that there's a one-man matchup that you need him for. You just want him out creating chaos and turnovers. And so there, there is that. He'll he'll be missed. The Sixers rating with Harden and Thibel on versus Harden and Thibel off is a huge, huge difference. Here's my argument against the Sixers' future. I, I mean, I'm out on the Sixers. I don't want to bet it. That's not the argument. The argument is this. I don't think you're getting a good price because – you're going to get to next round and you're going to be an underdog on the road to Miami. Miami is going to be the favorite because they got the home court. You're going to get to the Eastern finals and be a probably serious underdog. You're probably on the road again against Boston or against Milwaukee, or you're playing, playing Brooklyn, which you don't want. And we know Brooklyn will be favored anyway, home or away. And we also probably without getting into the series too much, you might get a better shot to bet the Sixers at a shorter price, even in this series against Toronto at 1-1 or 2-2 or something like that. So even if you do like the Sixers, I don't, if you want to bet them, why not just bet the series and then roll it over and keep playing it? Because that way too, you take the injury thing out of the question. You don't have to worry about like, uh uh-oh, well, we're going to advance out of the second round, but Harden's hamstring went again or something. So uh, what do you think about the rollover angle and stat? I think you get a better price there.
2: Yeah. I mean, probably right. Like they're going to be there. I don't know how they're going to cap that heat series though. I think it's a question. Yeah. Yeah. That is That's really better. interesting because okay, they're probably getting upgraded because of the hardened thing. Right. Like I would imagine the power rating has them even or six or slightly better home courts gonna factor, but I don't know how much. Right. Yeah. But do, do you
0: think though, the heat get the, the first two games at home, so even if you don't get the right matchup or the right price that you like, heat win game one at home. Now you're gonna certainly get a price that you feel pretty good about. I, I just I feel like yeah. if you if you want to bet the Sixers and you like the path and you like how they're shaping up, I feel like you can situationally bet them and be in a much better spot without unnecessary risk than just playing the future. It just it feels like a team. With all the questions we've seen on Embiid and Harden and their health and their playoff history, to bet on 12 wins right now seems unnecessary. So that, that's what I think about them. To me, my, my case on the East bracket is I think that everything's coming up, bucks. This is the perfect, perfect outcome to me for Milwaukee. Here's what happened. Number one, they got a buy in the first round. I love you, <laughs> hometown Chicago Bulls. It's not happening. We'll get, we'll come back to it this week. I know we're all looking at the sweet price already. So they're going to be move, moving on. That's the matchup you want in the first round. It's safe. You're fine. Round two, you're going to face the Celtics or probably the Nets. That would be ideal. To me, if you're the Bucs, the two teams you, I don't think you're worried about anyone. The two teams you least want to face, I think, are the Celtics and the Nets. And now, you're guaranteeing one of them knocks the other one out. And you get to play them right after that while you're probably rested for like a week and they're coming off a grueling six or seven game series. That's a big rest schedule advantage spot for you. And then you get to the Eastern finals. You're the favorite there. I think it's a great spot for, for the way that Milwaukee basically punted on the season for the most part and just kind of like kept it in the third and fourth year the whole way. I don't know. You could really draw this up much better for the defending champs.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I like the bucks from the beginning. Like I was betting them when they were middling in the beginning of the season. Right. Like I've continuously, like I have a bunch of bucks Suns uh, mm. futures that I, I need to kind of factor in. I want to, I'll be, uh, you know, we're going to be playing the bucks versus the, the bulls for sure. Look as confident. And as much as I've trashed the nets all year, I am a little bit nervous about Celtics Nets potentially being the the path for the bucks, right? It's going to be really wild if the Nets win the play-in game beat Boston. And then an eight seed play-in team or a seven seed play-in team is the favorite in round two versus the defending champions. Like that's gonna be wild, but it's also kind of possible. Um, yeah. I have a hard time. I think Here, here's one thing. And I know that, that Raw's on this, I'm a little bit worried about the defense. It's just, I want to believe like, you know what? They're just coasting. They're going to lock in when the playoffs come. They'll be ready. to have been good in so many big games. But God, they have given up a ton of threes. Just like every game, they're giving up a ton of threes. And some of that concerns me. So I, I don't know that at this price, I love it. Here's a crazy one. This is kind of crazy. Uh, so I'm looking over at BetMGM and they've got stage of elimination bets up. Bucks lose. So here's a fun one bucks to win the title the, i'm sorry bucks to win the eastern conference title is plus 240 bucks to lose in the in the nba finals is plus 600 so yeah yeah so you can get there and then probably hedge the other way on it given that you'll the bucks will be favored in i think most matchups like honestly if it's bucks sons i don't know who they're going to put as a favorite I really don't. And they're, and they're favorite against anyone else, surely, yeah. right? And they're favorite versus anybody else. No.
1: Yeah. Right. It seems like the Suns would be like minus 120.
2: They yeah. got the home court. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Right. That's, and that's okay. Cause I, mm-hmm. even at that price, I've still got a good hedge option there. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of look at like those kind of options. Sixers, if we just want to say like losing the conference finals, that's plus 300. That's basically, but I guess the question is, can I just roll over? these two series and make more I have to do the math on that to figure out like can I roll over the Raptor series and then what they'll be versus the Heat and we'll kind of see um Rod do you have an Eastern Conference play you want to talk about quick I like the Celtics I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you and, okay and I mean
1: I know we're, we're talking about the Nets but this is still a team that just can't get stops when it matters and but that's concerning to me. Like they, they pretty much need 60, 70, 80 points from Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in order to beat anybody, you know, you have a a Knicks team, which basically playing for nothing and you need a a 25 point comeback to beat them. So I think that the Celtics are rightfully going to be favored in that series. And to me, I I think the Celtics are the best team in the Eastern conference. I, I know it sounds crazy, Everybody loves the Bucs. I think the Bucs just have the best player. But as far as like the best overall team right now, to me, I think it's the the Celtics. So one of the things I want to do is that, obviously, I think you you mentioned it earlier, is that you can put these conference teams together. I'm looking at the Celtics and the Suns. I mean, you put those together, you you get plus 1,000. And then I also want to do the Celtics and the Warriors. I know I've been talking crazy about the Warriors all year long. But you You see it. You see. I know you. You see it, don't you? You Yeah. It's like you can get the Warriors at plus four twenty five to win the West, and right now Clay is starting to emerge. Jordan Poole looks really good. You get a healthy Steph Curry back, and you're in a really, really good position. And look, I I know I've been talking about the Grizzlies all year long (laughs) and how they're live against the Warriors, but the things that they do scoring in transition. All of those things can be negated in a playoff series. And look, I mean, the only team in the West that can beat the Suns is the Warriors. So if or 425, I like it. So, I mean, I, I want to combine. I, I think this, to me, I think the West is between the Suns and the Warriors. So I'm going to combine the, the Celtics with both of those teams. And then, you know, I think you get the, the if you combine the Celtics with the Warriors, I think you get it at plus 2600. You do it with the with the Suns, you get it at plus 1000. So I like those
2: go further Celtics to beat the warriors is plus 6,600 at BetMGM. MGM 66 to one on Celtics to beat the warriors.
0: I, I want to push back on the Celtics level a little bit. Go for it. I, I think that this is really, we just said, I think this is about the best bracket you could drop for the bucks. I think this maybe is the worst bracket you could drop for the Celtics. I think they really backed themselves in an unfortunate corner here by refusing to tank a game and, and, falling into the two seed assuming of course that the nets get the seven seed obviously if they don't then that changes things drastically but the celtics winning the title right now looks like beating the nets in a series and then the Bucs, and then the heat or the sixers and then the suns or the warriors like and by the way they don't have robert williams right now and they're going to face their two maybe toughest series without Robert Williams out of the gates, like even at at least if you have to face the nets and the bucks, you'd hope that you could put them off later and get, get time Lord back. Maybe start out with Miami or Philly, if you're gonna have to face them anyway. So I, I just, I don't dislike the Celtics. I agree. They've been really good. They, I think they've won, I think 28 out of 35, something like that. Like it's, it's been great. They're a great team, but It's hard to buy a future when that is a really hard path to pull off.
2: But here's the thing. If if they're, if they're a no bet for you, the bucks have to be too. Right. How so? Because if the whole thing here is the path is too tough. That's my, that like, that's my whole reasoning with the Sixers is that the Nets, Bucks, Celtics, I think you can make a very, very strong argument. Those are the three best teams in the East and three of the five best teams in the league. And if they all have to go, if they have to go through each other, then I don't know that there's value there. Like, yeah, I have a hard, time, like, I just don't know if I want to bet on anybody out of that bracket. Like yeah, I might, I might bet the bucks to beat the nets out of like sheer stubbornness uh, about how I feel about their front court. You know, I am worried about the net Celtics thing. Because everyone kind of goes back to, like, you know, Boston beat him in that Sunday game. And I'm like, Jason Tatum went absolutely thermonuclear and they barely got by him. Like, yeah. barely got by him. And that was with Robert Williams. Probably not going to be available for this first-round series. But but I will say this, though, uh, Brandon, I think we can both agree. If the Nets lose on Tuesday, that changes the whole equation.
0: Totally changes that. Because the, yeah. the whole thing is that, that you're facing the Nets first. Rather than facing the Cavs, that is a slight different swing. Who do we think is favored in in
2: in Bucks Celtics second round? If that's the case, the the Bucks are favored.
0: Yeah, the Bucks are favored for sure. How much? Oh, I think somewhat comfortably. I mean, I think that they should be yeah. a clear favorite. The books
2: love the Celtics team, Brandon. Like uh, the, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest, honest with you. That that's
0: really close. I forgot Boston's take... at home. I had it upside down.
2: And like they'll take, like. If they put the Celtics as dogs, they are gonna get a lot of Celtics money. I feel like. I feel like this gonna be a public team. If
0: Boston thing. does play Brooklyn, don't we agree that the way that the way that the Boston and Milwaukee potential series would start is two days after Boston finally got rid of Brooklyn, while Milwaukee's been sitting at home watching TV for like six days? Yeah, but I don't. I don't
2: love those spots either. I just, I, me personally, I don't. I don't yeah. go into the like the oh they they got to rest all this time and I just. I don't no, know. I, I'm actually, I do go into that. And, like, I wrote it.
1: Like, when I first started the action, I actually wrote an article on this. Um, and it's it's played itself out so many times. And it's one of the reasons why I actually like Miami in the series against the Celtics. But teams that win game seven are 32 and 48. That's 40% straight up in game one of the following series. Also, teams that win game seven are 33 and and forty six. That's forty one percent in the following series. So you look at those teams that have to play those seven game series. They're kind of giving away one game historically over the next series. We also how one game can swing things. Mm-hmm. So I, I that's something I like the handicap in the NBA playoffs.
2: Before we hit the the West, if the Nets win the seven, do we? I mean, this is what's kind of wild. Do we agree the Nets odds will be longer if they get the seven versus the eight? Yeah.
0: Okay. If the playoff bracket is settled and the Nets are in, Brooklyn is way better off being the 8 seed and will have a shorter number as the 8 seed. Like that's a much better path for Brooklyn.
2: Okay. Uh Nets are plus 320. God, we just can't get a price on them. <laughs> There's just we, no price on them. just can't get a price on them. It's plus 320. Yeah. They'll move they'll move to like what 275 if they win the play in.
0: Yeah. Well, just- while we're here cuz I know that we're going to talk about this like a thousand times in the next 2 months. Instead of betting the Bucks plus five fifty to win the title, let's just say it right now, Giannis Finals MVP at Bet MGM seven to one. Yeah, the Bucks yeah. aren't winning the Finals without Giannis winning Finals MVP. This is not true for all of the other people, but is it true for Kevin Durant and the Nets? Is that a way? Yes. to maybe game yeah. the Nets a little bit. I think it's true for the Nets. The-
2: I already bet. Durant- I already bet. I already bet Katie. Yeah. yeah. So, to so
0: at some point, if you want to bet the title odds, who? What teams will we say that's true for? Who who besides Giannis and Durant? Giannis,
1: Durant, Tatum, Embiid, Curry, because Curry's going to get it. They're not giving it to Jordan Poore, Draymond Green. Should they win a title? No, no, no.
2: It might be Clay though. That is true. Yeah. I mean, we got got to look at the history of that award with the Warriors.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, Giannis, Durant, Tatum, Embiid. You think Harden has has no shot? He has no shot.
2: I think Harden has a shot. I would not. I think Harden has a shot. shot. I, would, I, don't I think, think I th- honestly, I, think, I could see, I could see a series where like, I, I'm not even kidding. I'd see a series where a team sell out on Embiid and Tyrese Maxey goes like thermonuclear.
1: Okay. That's great. Um,
0: I mean, obviously Jokic, but you know,
2: he's not going to get there. <laughs> Luka. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, if uh, I mean, after the calf injury, he's <laughs> not getting there. No. We'll see. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. Jimmy Butler.
2: No, it could be Lowry. It could be Bam. It could be, it could be Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It could be Tyler. Zero. It could be Tyler. Yeah, it could be Tyler.
0: So, I think just Giannis. Booker, I, well. No. I don't. Booker's the favorite. Yeah, he so. is the favorite. But I'm just, we're, we're trying to say, like, which guys should you definitely bet like, instead of titleized. Yeah. Like,
2: that's a better price. Yeah. I yeah. Okay, let's go to the Western let's Conference just, uh, yeah. quickly here. So, I think a less interesting board. Um, The calf injury is going to be huge. I still... Like, if the, Maver- if the Mavericks had gotten the three seed, I would be hammering them tonight, but they didn't. Yeah. To me, the best value on the board, if we look at the entire thing, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It might be the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, look, uh, I've already got Golden State Futures, so I'm good there. So I, I say that with a caveat that, like, I bet Golden State in preseason. Like, when the books first drop the number, I bet the Warriors. So I'm I have a privileged position here. But, but. Steph's ankle still a question mark. The offense still shaky. They've been inconsistent. They're getting a Nuggets team, I think, that matches up well with them. But I think that they're gonna beat. You've got Chris Paul's potential injury. You've got with just like his annual stuff. You've got uh, Luca banged up with a calf injury. You've got a Jazz team that looks real shaky. I understand. Like the obvious thing, we look at this entire board and go, wait, we got the Jazz imploding with Luca versus a with a bad calf and the Sun. That's the Suns' path. I get it. The Suns are obviously a good play. Like, I'll just start there. The Suns are obviously a good play. They're not favored. Until they're a minus, I think the Suns are a good play. They just, we can't deny, like, they made the finals last year. They're better this year. They've killed everyone. The Suns have to be a good play. If you're looking for a longer number.
0: Wait, but I gotta gotta interrupt you, though, because on the very last podcast we recorded, I asked you, Suns versus the field. The Suns are plus 105 right now, so it's basically even odds, Sun versus the field. You took the field. So if the field is the better play, then how are the Suns a good play at the number they're at?
2: I, th- the that's last? why I think it's fascinating about these playoffs is I think, honestly, like, I think it's open.
0: Yeah. Like, I think it's I mean, open. I, I think the Suns clearly, clearly have to be the favorite. I don't think that they're a good play at the number they're at, though. It's just you, it's not a price that you can play at plus 105.
2: Well, I'll say this. If you're no, if you're playing Suns, you got to play them to win the title. Like, yeah, you got to play him to win the title. And I get that your thing is you're like, well, I think the Bucks will win. I think the Bucks will be favored, and so you're losing a little bit of value on that. I I get it. But if you're like super confident, like you are in Bucks, and you're super confident in Suns, this is a very new position to take the defending champion and the best team and be like, this is where I think the value is. Um, but you, this is what's weird though. You don't you like the long shots, but I can't get you on these finals matchup bets. Just take the Suns and Bucks to win the like the finals matchup. I don't I don't I've never understood the finals matchup thing because
0: I I'm now parlaying two teams to stay healthy and win 12 games each. Why do I want to have to put both of those things together? I I don't, that's, there's so much, every playoff, so many things go weird and wonky and guys get hurt. I mean, we saw the Warriors and
1: the Cavs make four finals in a row.
2: (laughs) I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to get to the final four and then I'm going to hedge and I'm willing to take, like this is part of it. I'm willing to take a not like this is the difference. I don't want the monster payout. I want a monster payout I can hedge. Like that's where I'm that's, that's how I approach it because I'm always looking at it. Like, I think this is what's going to happen, but sometimes Fred Van Vliet shoots 68 fucking effective field goal percentage and I get screwed. So we are. I, I want, I want, <laughs> I want the hedge, right? So that's my whole thing. And it's tough to hedge it both ways. I get that, but there, are, I did it last year. There was a lot of chances for me to basically Brown Robin the alternatives. And that's how I wound up like, Banking in the western in the in the in the finals was betting the conference finals like that. Um, so to me, I just think that if you if you think that all these teams are about even, then I agree you shouldn't do it. But if you but like my sense from you is that you're like, I think this the Suns should be heavily, but you also said, like, you don't think that the number's good. So maybe not. Maybe maybe you still think that the Warriors are the best play. I, I think whoever comes out of Warriors Grizzlies is a really good play. Like, if you if you're listening to this pod and you're trying to figure out who to bet do we agree that that's maybe what you should do is who do you think wins between warriors and grizzlies? I do think that there's a good chance that the war, that the grizzlies are going to be like huge dogs. So you can just roll them. over. not huge dogs versus the the warriors. And there may be a chance there. I like the matchup for the grizzlies. Like, this Hmm. is my problem is I'm a little bit worried about the Clippers thing. I'm a little bit worried about the wolves. Like I'm worried about that two seven matchup with Memphis. I am. I'm worried about it, but if they get past that, I'm honestly like, man, they match up really well with golden state and they match up really well with Denver if Denver were to somehow pull the upset. And then you got Memphis in the conference finals and they're like fearless and no pressure could absolutely breeze. And you've got them at a big number. That's, that's kind of where I get to Raheem. Yeah. and Come on now all year long. You've been on Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Come on. It's it's time. It's time you know to what? put the money down. It, it is time. And... I'm
1: I'm at the point now where it's just like, I know I said I like the number with the Warriors at plus 425, but this is a a matchup the Grizzlies can handle. And like that 3-6 matchup between the Warriors and the Nuggets, that's a tough series. Like, because Jokic might legitimately be the best player in the series. Yeah. And like, we could be talking about a huge, we could be talking about an upset for that. Yeah,
2: but like, here's a problem though. (laughs) Jokic may be the best player in the series. Number two is Steph Curry. Number three is Draymond Green. Number four is Clay Thompson. Number five is Jordan Poole. Number six is yeah. number six is Aaron Gordon. Number six is Aaron Gordon. Number seven is Andrew Wiggins. Number eight is Gary Payton Jr. Or the second. Number nine. We no, just rated Andrew first time
0: all-star <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, one spot above rotation exile, Gary Payton. Yep. Congrats, oh, uh, By the yeah. way, number Nicole nine Jokic is Nikola Jokic is the best player in the series. Let, let's just say that. The dude just broke all the formulas for the year. We can accept that he yeah. can be the best player in the yeah. series. Yeah, 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 you're right. Here's my question on the Warriors. So I'm seeing at BetMGM right now, Warriors are plus 500 to win the West. They're plus 1,000 to win the title. Or Steph Curry is plus 1,400 for finals MVP. If you like the Warriors, if, if you like the matchup for the Grizzlies, if you want to play them, which one of those three do you want to play? Do you want the 5-1 to one conference? Do you want the 10-1 to conference? To win it all, or do you want Steph at fourteen?
2: Can I wait and bet Warriors to lose in the finals? Because I might honestly do that. Like,
1: okay.
2: well, I mean, I
0: then why why not why not can you do you want you know your thing on hedging? Then why not play Warriors ten to one and then yeah. hedge the finals?
2: I might do that. I might do that because I, I think that's the thing. If they're up, if they're versus the box, I want the box. If they're versus the Celtics, I want the Celtics. If they're versus the Nets, I'm going to have to think about it.
0: Yeah, I mean right. that's that's kind of what I'm asking here is yeah. I. I like the Warriors. I wrote I wrote the case for the Warriors. I guess there's I, I said I was out on them. It still depends on Steph. I need to make sure Steph is out there. Obviously, we know that. But there's there's a lot of good things there. I think though that if I had to pick one of the three, I don't want to play future. I just want to play. I'm gonna play game by game. I'm gonna play home games. I'll play third quarters. I'll be playing Warriors. I don't know if I want to bet on 16 wins out of Steph and Draymond's health. But I think if I'm choosing between these three, I think I'm choosing the West because Mm. I think that the Warriors are underdogs if they get to the finals against the teams you just said. The teams that I expect to make the finals in the East, I think are probably not a great matchup for this Warriors team. So if I am playing them, I think I would rather just play. They can beat the Grizzlies. When you say that the Grizzlies are a tough matchup for them, I agree. But let's not misconstrue it. The Warriors are the better team. The Grizzlies are a difficult matchup for the better team Warriors. If the Warriors are healthy, the Grizzlies are a tricky matchup that the Warriors should beat, but it'll be hard. That's what we're saying here. The Warriors yeah. against the Suns, we know it is a matchup that the Warriors, if they're at full strength, that they can hang. We, we've thought that all year that they would have a shot there. So that is very realistic to me to get out of the, the conference and get to the finals But, uh, you know, 500 versus 1,000, they're not going to be – they're probably going to be underdogs in the final. So, I think I'd rather just play the Western odds.
2: Here's what's funny because, like, we're basically – we're trying to find, like, these juicy angles for good payout, right? But I do wonder, like, this is what's really tricky about it. Why are we – I'm not saying that we should be. But there's part of me that's like, are we going to feel dumb for not just being like, man, we should have just bet the Suns the whole way? We got to see that –
1: I'm kind of there right now. Like, I'm, we got I'm kind the Suns of getting... the
2: plus number. They don't have injury concerns. They got home court throughout. They've beaten the shit out of everybody. Like, are we overthinking this, and should we just be like, no, you're getting the Suns at a plus number. Just bet the Suns.
1: I think we are overthinking it, and I think you, you guys both highlighted all the reasons why, and it's just the fact that we have these three teams in the East in the Nets, the, the Bucks, and the Celtics, who are all in the same bracket. They're going to beat up on each other. We don't really believe in the Sixers, but we're trying to find value in them, even though we don't believe in them. The Warriors have injury concerns. The Memphis Grizzlies, they have things in the playoffs that won't – they have things that they do well that don't translate to the playoffs. The Suns are the only team that we can look and say they're almost the perfect team. So it's just at plus 250 to win the title, we could grab that. And if they make the finals, you still have the ability to hedge that.
0: I just think no matter how great the Suns have been, I, it's hard for me to believe that the Suns are so good that we are never going to get a better opportunity or a better price than the number that's out there. It's just, it's not a bettable number to me. And at some point when it's 2-2 in a series or they lose a game one or, or somewhere along the way, like we, by just betting along the way, I don't think I'm losing too much by waiting this out. There's the upside like of should, waiting for a better price is worth it than what I might lose by waiting a little bit.
2: I feel like we should just bet the, they'll, they'll, they'll put up the alternates on the wind price. So they won't just list minus They won't just cap it minus two and a half. They'll put them up as the alternates. They'll just juice them. And I kind of feel like we should just take Suns minus one and a half or minus two and a half and just like roll it over.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you as this, not that this is a bet that we can make, but first two rounds over or under three and a half losses for the Suns combined, and the under is minus one forty. I'll
2: go over. I'll go over. I like the Dallas matchup. I like that for them. I think that I think the Mavericks can actually push them, not win. I think they can push them if it's Utah, <laughs> but if it's yeah,
0: I I'm grateful. uh, I'm grateful that Utah ended up in that four or five matchup because as you heard at at the end of our last podcast, I got perilously close to possibly talking myself into a jazz position. And then I did a little work and checked on jazz versus sons just to give myself a reminder. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. So yeah. (laughs) So okay. This question then same thing. Raheem, this for you. I asked Matt this on the last podcast. If you were going to bet a future on someone in the West, that's not one of those top three, no warriors, no Grizzlies, no Suns. If somebody else comes out of the West, who is it? And is it worth sprinkling on
1: the Dallas Mavericks? Um, and it would have been worth sprinkling on until Luca injured his wow. calf. Like that would have that, that was my future coming into tonight.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but we'll, we'll talk about Luca. We'll figure out where mm-hmm. he's at when we do conference previews uh, later in the week. For now we're gonna wrap up this edition of buckets thanks for joining us um i am gonna probably go bet uh the philadelphia 76ers and hate myself i'm also betting the raptors you know why raheem palmer that's why i'm betting the raptors he's not getting me this year raheem palmer i'm betting the raptors to win the eastern conference at like 30 oh my god (laughs) Uh, you can check out all of our work on the action network app download rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend about buckets helps us out so much. Let's know what you think on Twitter and what you're betting in the NBA playoffs for Brandon Anderson, NBA futures analyst, professional better Raheem Palmer. I'm Matt Moore. Thanks for joining us. Playoff time, baby. Let's get buckets.